Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. Pastel outfits for the whole family, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies, from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. Hiring is hard. Express Employment Professionals makes it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express Employment Professionals is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies Find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Uh. Be kind to joy. Laugh a lot. E.K. E.K. Be kind to joy. Laugh a lot. Cast up, roll things. Little food for your soul, things. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, four things. Amy here. And my guest today is my friend, Leanne Ellington, who has been on the podcast before. And I say she's a guest right now, but again, we're just going to be having a talk. Yeah. And we're together because we just recorded a four-part mini-series for Outway that's going to be so good and actually starts this Saturday. And Leanne has her own disordered eating body image story from her past that you now use as service to others. The theme of, of today's episode with us right now, Leanne and I just chatting as friends and you joining in on it, is how can we be of service? And really having that mindset daily and asking yourself that before you show up to work. I mean, maybe you just look at your job as a way to pay the bills, but is there a way you can start seeing it and how you can show up to serve others? And then you'll see how that bleeds into other areas of your life. And so Leanne, what does service mean to you career-wise and on a more personal level, like in not getting paid? It's interesting because if you had told me, you know, 10, 15 years ago that I would be showing up in the way that I'm showing up, I would have been like, wait, me? That Because it was a, a struggle that really a, a form of suffering that I didn't even know I had, um, that I didn't even know I would ever find a way out of, let alone go on and invite other women to, to heal in their own journey. So in terms of your question, the big thing for me was was kind of a wake-up call because it started when I had a moment, you know, uh, we all have have moments in our lives that that kind of bring us to our knees. And mine was the realization that, wow, this this monster in my head that is obsessing over food and my body and that feels so much shame and feels so much disorder, wow, 
I'm very selfish. Like that was my big thing. I was like, I'm only thinking about me because when you're in the height of it and not in a, I'm not trying to shame anyone. This is what it was for me. When you're in such a world of, you know, that, that kind of mess in your head where it's just, it's the, the downward spiral of shame, blame, guilt, comparisonitis, embarrassment, fear. And then all the stories that come alongside it of like, what if people knew if only they knew all these things and you don't believe in yourself, you don't trust in yourself, but then you're trying to control, control, control. In my case, it was my, my weight, my body. I had this awareness, this heightened awareness that now I know it was God, but at the time I, I didn't have that faith in my life of like, wow, this is a very self, you know, engrossing way to live. It was all about me, 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 me. And then, you know, obviously I got into the healing side of it and I had another awareness down the road. Now it's not a big deal to share what I share, but at first it was this thing of, wait a minute, I'm going to talk about shame. I'm going to talk about feeling like an addict. I'm going to talk about hating myself. And what I realized and, and through mentors and coaching of mine as well was of, no, it instead of it feeling like a burden, because it did feel like a burden, I did turn it into kind of taking it on as an assignment. An assignment from God is what I would call it now of just like, no, women need me to step in and own my story and own my shame so that they can be liberated from theirs. And so that they can see that it's not shame and that there it doesn't have to be a secret. And that's really where it really started. So this idea of service wasn't really in my awareness until I had the self-awareness of like, wow, I am very selfish and I'm only thinking about me, 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 me. And I had a bit of an existential crisis of like, wow, this is not who I want to be. I'm not a selfish person, but I realized like I was living and acting as if I was. You wanted to step into the highest version of yourself and you had awareness that you were definitely not there, which I think one of the best ways to shift from ego, which is where I know I was when I was in the throes of that. And quite honestly, still can be at times. Sure. Ego pops up all the time and that's where you were. And to shift from ego to your highest self is to be of service to others. And being of service enables us to recognize our interconnectedness, our shared humanity. Like we're all in this together and we can be this nice little ecosystem of giving back and helping each other. Absolutely. And filling each other up, which is now what you get to do in service with your career and sharing your story and your clients. And then are there other ways that you find yourself serving outside of that? Yeah, you know, I'm part of a, a ministry called Freedom Prayer where we help walk other people alongside their their struggles and their fears. And I think, you know, being of service in, in even asking yourself in your everyday life, how can I help and support and pour into somebody? And I think part of it too is like giving ourselves permission to feel like we have something to give, right? Like a lot of people I know walk around with like, well, who am I to help somebody, support somebody, know what I know, do what I do, all the things. And so first it's just like taking it on you that even just being you and having the energy that you have and being the personality that you are, being a listener and a support and a love and somebody that receives people in in the good, the bad, the ugly, all of where they are, is of service and it, it doesn't have be to be friends yeah, or exactly. your kids or yeah. like yeah it doesn't have to be this big mm -hmm. grandiose thing right. right it can just be everyday ways of being of like you said what was the prompt that you said that you got how can I be of service today yeah I mean often I'm I ask myself before work it's okay how can I be of service today it's that exact question and then the mantra is I am here to be truly helpful so that might be with your friend, with your neighbor, with your kids, with your coworker, with your client. Yeah. So it's not 
yeah, how many nonprofits am yeah. I volunteering for? Exactly. Because um, that, that can a, also become a measuring stick and a badge of honor and a Girl Scout badge that we collect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even just a shift of the question of like, what can I get to what can I give? Just that one question. Yes. I journaled about that this morning. I kid you not that I want to be a giver, but not give to get. There was a situation that came up where I don't, and this was internal within my family, the giving and the getting can be within your home, right? Too. And so I realized that I had behaved in a certain way. And I'm like, oh, that's not how I want to show up. Like I need to give, which I do have four quotes because, well, four things podcast that tie into what we're talking about that people can sit with, write down. You can use them. I don't know how people like to best use quotes. I love quotes. Kat and I start every Tuesday episode, the fifth thing off with a quote. And sometimes they're just, there's so many good ones out there. And it's just something that you can sit with. Maybe you can journal about, you could use it as a prompt. And so we're going to go over four right now that you can chew on. This is from Wayne Dyer. I start every day by wanting more for others than I do for myself. I think that is how God works. And that is how I think we have to work. This one's from Gandhi. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Mm. This one is from Muhammad Ali. Service to others is the rent you pay for your room here on earth. And then this one is from C.S. Lewis. Our prayers for others flow more easily than those for ourselves. This shows we are made to live by charity. So those are four quotes that are just very much to the point of we need to find out how we can show up for others on the daily because that is going to help fill our cup up. And to your point of when, you know, you were in the throes of your disordered behavior, that's exactly how I felt. I had zero space to connect with others. I tried to operate as if I did. And maybe outwardly, it seemed as though I was, but people that were in relationship with me during that time, which was a very long time, did not feel connected to me. Yeah. Because I didn't have the bandwidth. Yeah. And my brain were... was consumed with other things that were very selfish. My ego was completely, I was not in the highest version of yeah. myself. You were a half-shelled, compartmentalized version of yourself that wasn't able to be present. It's 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 what happens when we get in it. You know right, what I mean? and no judgment. Like if for that's all of us. Exactly. You're right now. I actually have gratitude for the fact that I can recognize right. that now and I could admit it and be yeah. like, wow, I was incredibly selfish and I did not have space for the people in my life and I did not show up for them the way that I should have. Yeah. And what I can do with that information now is know that I want to be better. Yeah. And I, and I didn't mean it attached at you. I'm like, that's just the product of what happens when we're in that space, you know? And I especially resonate with that second quote about like finding yourself in the service of others. And I think that was really part of it too, is like when you do find healing in yourself, it's about, I have something, a piece of knowledge or a piece of wisdom that would really benefit others. Like who am I to sit on it and to not serve, you know? And I think the big shift, if I were to re-answer your question, because you asked me a question in the beginning of what I think about service and like the big theme that I would probably say about it is shifting it from this thing that you do into something that you are. Like it's a being, not a doing. And like living in that space of, again, what can I give rather than what can I get? as opposed to looking at it as this checklist and this, you know, shopping list of, did I do that? Did I not do that? Did I volunteer? Did I not? I am here to be truly helpful. Yeah. That affirmation is something that you can 
say over and over until you believe it. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about someone's not in that space, like saying that to themselves? Let me tell you about this 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater that I got for $50. I ordered it in navy, the crew neck style, and it is perfect. I wore it with jeans and heels to work and then later in the day threw on sneakers and it was a simple outfit that got so many compliments. And something like this exists thanks to Quince. I already have the ivory color in my cart for my next order, which by the way, I never thought I would own anything cashmere before, but since all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's doable now. They also have organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more that you need to check out for yourself. And here's how they do it. They partner directly with top factories. Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Amy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Amy. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. How do you feel about someone's not in that space, like saying that to themselves over and over and they're like, but am I here to be helpful? Am I really doing anything to be helpful? Or can I even be of help? Or how in the world would I serve? Or who wants my help? What do I have to offer? And I'm thinking of the various lies that could pop in, but at the same time, that affirmation to yourself might feel like a lie, but it's still important to say to yourself over and over. So being that you are, you know, big on the brain and you have a wealth of knowledge when it comes to how we operate, 
how is that affirmation powerful in eventually getting us to a place where we truly do feel like we are here to help and serve? Yeah. Oh, I have so much to say about this topic. I love this stuff. But um, it's about meeting yourself where you are in what you believe right now and being mindful of when something is a lie. So so we really want to be mindful when we're talking about things like affirmations. There is that line of like, do I, I not believe it yet, but I kind of believe it and I want to step into it versus like, where is it an outright lie? Because if your self-image doesn't believe it to be true, it will actually lay down something called negative neuro associations and really block that fired and wired process from taking place of creating new, you know, powerful patterns. So you don't want to create a dissonance or a disconnect in you by, by the outright lie. So for example, if somebody is using that affirmation of repeat it again, I am here to be truly helpful. Okay. So if somebody hears I'm here to be truly helpful and they're like, wow, that does not resonate. I don't feel it about myself. Right. Even just starting with the mantra of like, I'm on my way to believing that I'm here to be truly helpful, like literally meeting yourself where you are, right? Or I'm in the process of becoming the version of myself that feels truly helpful. You're not lying, but you're meeting yourself where you are in your disbelief or your doubt and tweaking, because I do believe it is pos- a really important part to kind of shift our thoughts and and move towards that air quotes positive direction. But again, you've got to meet yourself where you are. So- Well, because this is where people get tripped up on the whole mantras and affirmations of like, okay, yeah, you can say this stuff to yourself all day long, but yeah, if it's not matching, you're not going to get there. Yeah. Like the whole, the the most common one I hear is like, I keep telling myself I'm worthy, I'm worthy, worthy, right? And the the tweak I give is like, what if you just shifted it to like, I'm committed to finally feeling worthy or I'm committed to learning what I need to feel love and acceptance. Like you're, you're declaring the process rather than declaring it as so already. And then your brain creating a dissonance and a mismatch. And when I say dissonance, it's like that cognitive dissonance of like, I hear it, but I don't believe it. And that's where you're laying down negative neuro associations, which actually works against you. The, the learning doesn't happen. The laying down of pathways doesn't happen as, as fluidly. You're kind of working against yourself. You know, it's obviously a lot more complex than that. You know, so meeting yourself where you are by just adding a, a frame around it, like I'm committed to becoming, or I am learning how to X rather than just, I am that. And I think that will help you meet yourself where you are in your current doubt. Yes, I love that. So yeah, now you're not lying to yourself. You're telling the truth. I'm committed. Now don't say it if you're not committed to it, you know, and if you're not on the process of learning it, don't. So the big thing is don't lie to yourself, you know, but if you're learning how. Okay, but walk me through this. Sure. Because I do think there are times in which to build that new neural pathway, I've heard, okay, so like for a long time, a story I had is, okay, I'm not capable I'm not smart enough or whatever. Or I'm not as smart as certain people. And that's a story from my teenage years that has been carried right. with me. I've carried carried it with me for a very long time. And so I would start to say to myself, I am capable. Yeah. I am capable. I guess because that- It that, already feels true. That worked for me. But I did. I felt like I was still lying to myself. I'm like, but so, am I really capable? But I didn't have a, a good problem question. with I'm being capable. But I'm glad we're talking about this because I feel like there is a thing between all these affirmations and mantras that we see out there and all these quotes that I love to say on here all the time. But then for some people, they're really not going to, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Nothing is going to happen. But for me, I have sometimes been okay with quote unquote lying to myself because I knew that my 
brain was going to keep hearing that over and over and over. And to me, that was part of the process. Okay. And I felt okay with that. Yeah. No, this is so good that you're bringing this up. And just keep in mind, I always like to come from that place of like, well, not finding the holes in it, but like meeting the skeptic, the cynic where they are, because that's how I was. And it needed to resonate with me. And and resonance is the big factor for creating those neuro associations. So in answer to what you said, when we logically know something's true, but we've practiced the opposite for so long, sometimes those mantras are literally just new reinforcement and memorization, so to speak, of what we already believe to be true, but we've just practiced the opposite. So I am capable, like that wasn't a big stretch for you because you could build evidence of why you are capable. You had just practiced kind of unconsciously or subconsciously telling yourself, well, I can't do that. But when you, in your logic and reason brain, when you started like thinking about it, talking about like deep down, you did believe that you were capable, but you hadn't reinforced that new pathway in your brain. There wasn't recency, there wasn't frequency, all the things that we need, attention, intention, and repetition, air, to create a new pathway, right? And that- Attention, intention, repetition. Yeah, air. Attention, intention, repetition, air. A-I-R. So you didn't have all those things, but the capable, what you didn't, label it as an outright lie in your subconscious mind, right? You believed it. But I did feel like I was lying to myself and I was like, I'm just gonna keep lying to myself till it's true. But I love that you're saying this. So somewhere deep inside of me, I actually did know it's true and it wasn't really a lie. So, and, and that's the thing. Some, there might be things that you like don't fully believe yet versus it's, I totally disbelieve it. It's a lie. It feels very untrue to me you can feel that distinction in your brain, right? And so part of it too is where it's like, you don't wanna build new beliefs that are such a stretch, such an outright lie. But if there's something that you can already kind of grasp onto and build evidence for, so if you had said, hey, what would be a tweak on that? Like, I don't feel capable and I'm telling myself I am capable. Like even just saying like, I am learning to remember that I am capable or Mm -hmm. I am Mm -hmm. committed to feeling the feels of capable, right? And it's just those little tweaks so that it's right, it's true right now. And it's not that the other can't work because attention, intention, repetition, it does work, but it's gonna be a lot more resistance. It's probably gonna take longer. There might be some backslide and all of that, but when you actually believe it and then attention, intention, repetition, it's like, that's where the miracles happen. So that's why I always invite people to start at what they can meet in their current reality of belief now. It's not that the other's not possible, but it's gonna be a lot easier if you start in your current reality of what you believe now. And if being helpful is something you have a desire for, but you're wondering how you could be helpful, you're not quite sure yet, so you're not really believing it, that's when you can start asking yourself questions. Like, yeah, how can I serve today? Yeah, How can I be helpful today? Or give me a sign that I am being helpful. Absolutely. And that's, I was just going to say, it doesn't always have to be like an affirmation. It can be a prayer like, hey, God, use me. I want to be helpful. I'm not feeling helpful right now. I want to be of service. I want to be helpful. So it doesn't always have to be this like radical declaration. It can be a request. It can be a prayer. It can be a, a, a hope that you're speaking out loud or writing. So that's the other side of, of affirmations. Like it doesn't always have to be so declarative. It can be, you know, seeding the reality of what you desire. I love that because I saw someone speaking the other day, speaking on YouTube, (laughs) my favorite. It was live. (laughs) My favorite place to watch speakers. Do you ever go on there and just watch TED Talks? I haven't recently, but I definitely went through my TED Talk phase. You should do a TED Talk. 
Well, thank you for seeding that into reality. God, I want to be of service on a TED Talk. I don't know how that happens, but you need to apply. We should look into this. I bet there's a YouTube video on how to become a TED Talk speaker. There probably is. <laughs> I feel like I see ads on either YouTube or Instagram where it pops up. This one guy's like, you want to have a TED Talk? I can teach you how to put together the best TED Talk. I don't know. Yes, I've seen him. I've seen commercials TED Talks for it. about TED Talks. So we need to do that. Okay. I am here to help you do that. Be of service to I want me. to be of service to you and help you fill out the application or put it out. Hey, maybe someone listening right now knows someone, knows Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Ted guy? Well, thank you for Ted that. Ted or TEDx yes. or whatever. So I appreciate you saying Anyway, that. I watch a lot of YouTube while I'm getting ready or just cooking, doing things. I carry my computer around my house. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Oh, I that. see it. Yeah, I carry it to the laundry <laughs> room and I'm like, oh, I carry it upstairs and I just keep my YouTube going. But it'd probably be easier if I just put the YouTube on my phone. Hey, no judgment. The YouTube. <laughs> How old do I sound? <laughs> so she was talking about, and I can't remember what I was watching, but she was talking about how she is a big fan of the lying to yourself. And she's a therapist and I know she had data to go along with it, but I like the way you're saying it. The way you're saying it is resonating with me more. And I believed what she was saying. I'm like, okay, there's power in that. I believe that. And we need to start believing in ourselves first. But I like where you're saying, let's be realistic. Where are we with this? And maybe I am on the road to it. Maybe yeah. I am gonna, I am, I am someone who right now is making a daily commitment to try to help others. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's about, you know, instead of lying to yourself, and again, it can work. It's just going to take longer, right? Because you're going to have to fight against negative neuro associations, which is the opposite of brain change, right? So it's not that it can't work, but I'm a big fan. And I, I, I have so much evidence of this working with my clients and myself of like how to make over beliefs very quickly when you meet yourself in the doubt, meet yourself in what you think is a lie, like meet yourself there and, and create the next level of certainty. But going from, I hate my body to, I love my body is not the next level of certainty. That is a massive leap. But right? to your point, so you're saying, if I start saying, I love my body, I love my body, I love my body. Eventually I could love my body, but you're saying it would take a very, 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 my very, very long time. My answer to that is maybe. There's so many different variables, obviously. It depends how deeply you believe the opposite. So it's it's not a no, it's not a definite yes, it's a maybe. Versus if you meet yourself in your doubt and build new beliefs and affirmations in alignment with those in the next level of certainty, it'll hands down move you, move, move the needle like right away. Love it. I've never experienced it not. But again, what you asked, my answer is maybe. Just maybe? Yeah. With enough air, attention, intention, repetition. Again, it just depends how how much you like don't believe the lie. How deep does yeah. the wound go? Yeah. Or the yeah. lie go? How, when did this start? How yeah. many years have we been? Yeah. How much evidence have you built in your brain to support the lie? But the beautiful thing about our brains is you get to turn it all over. You get to yep. rewrite the story, but it does take the, you can't just yeah. let go and let God this yeah. one. Uh, it's a choice and you you've got to yeah. put in the work, which leads me to what we're talking about on Outweigh for the next four weeks. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. So this Saturday will be the first episode with Leanne for two things can be true at the same time. And so I feel like our brains sometimes struggle with, well, shoot, if I believe this and this is true, well, there's no way that can be true. But Lots of things can be true at the same time. You can be in grief and sorrow and sadness over something and still feel joy and happiness and love for something else at the same time, depending on different circumstances that might be happening in your life. And I feel like sometimes we get tripped up over that. Yeah, that, well, that's the extremism talking and it doesn't leave room for grace. I mean, even a few weeks ago when we were meeting, I messaged you the day before and I was like, hey, things are good, life is good. And I'm also going through some spiritual existential crises in my heart. <laughs> like, and I literally told you two things can be true at the same time. Like we can have multiple things and that's where the grace comes in. It leaves room for grace versus without it, you know, not only can we not serve ourselves and give ourselves what we need, then in turn, we're not gonna be of service to others. 
I'm in a really good place right now, but I'm also losing my mind. Yes. Two things can be true at the same time. <laughs> I feel really sane, but also insane. Yes. Two <laughs> things can be true at the same time. <laughs> but what we're going to be talking about specifically on Outweigh is uh, stuff like, for example, episode one on Saturday or part one. Outweigh has a lot of episodes, but part one of this mini series is you can be pro body image and pro self worth and body positive and still have health goals that you want to reach. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this either on four things or outweigh, I know with certain experts of like a trainer came on, I think it was outweigh, and she was talking about how, yeah, she's in recovery herself. She still trains clients that are in recovery. She mostly likes to train people that have had eating disorders. And she's like, it's okay for you to show up here and want to train and actually have goals you want to meet. You're here for a reason. Just because you're in recovery doesn't mean that you can't have body-specific goals. Absolutely. Yeah, and even what we're talking about today about being in service of others, like you can you can serve others while serving yourself. Like that got, that quote that stuck out to me, it's like my a lot of my healing, like next levels of healing came from helping others walk through their own healing. So it can be both. Like you can be serving others. I mean, joy is, is serving yourself. When you experience joy by contributing to others and being in the service of others, you're also serving yourself. So two things can be true at the same time. You can also be serving, if you have a, a spiritual life, serving God, you know, while you're serving others and vice versa, chicken, egg, which came first, right? But so all of these things can coexist and multiple things can be true at the same time. Yeah, that Gandhi quote. Yeah, that is good. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Mm -hmm. Well, and Leanna, I mean, something that's very obvious to me is you joining me on Outweigh for this mini series, two things can be true at the same time. You're bringing your expertise, your wisdom, your being of service to the listeners. And to me being my expert, because I'm not the expert and I don't want that responsibility. And I'll say something now too, just that's exciting is that Leanne is now a co-host of Outweigh with me. And she's going to be taking over some stuff she did five weeks of Outweigh solo herself. And then you've got some cool interviews coming up after we do this four-part series. And then after the interviews, we'll do another four parts when it comes to two things being true at the same time. But full transparency, we were recording some stuff for it. And I said something that probably wasn't the most helpful for someone that might be entering recovery or trying to set, up, set them up for the most success possible. But because I'm someone that's just on the journey, I didn't catch it. And, you know, the more I learn, I obviously start to come in tune with like, oh, that could be something that's not the best way to put that because I don't want to trip somebody up or them to have a false hope or expectation of like, oh, if I just do this, I'm going to be magically healed or something. So we were talking specifically about the two things being true were you can be on the journey to self-love and self-worth and still have really crappy thoughts about yourself that show up. And I had created a scenario and we started talking about it, talk, 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 talk. And we kind of get into it. And then Leanne's like, pause, time out. I kind of don't know that that's the example we should go with because it's, it's not going to set most people up for success. So what if we take it this route? And that was the beauty. That was you being of service of like, hey, there's a better way to do this that's going to actually be more helpful. And you were mindful of that. And so I was grateful to have you there. So thank you for being of service and stopping me and us coming up with a way to present it that was going to be helpful, not harmful. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for saying that. And just to kind of take take it and throw it back at you, because I mean, what was coming up for me too, is like how much you are in service, this entire podcast outweigh all of the work that you're doing on, on your network with the, with the other podcasts, like you are in service. And I think to, speaking of two things could be true at the same time, you know, when you are losing yourself or finding yourself in the service of others, like you're also serving yourself. So two things can be true at the same time. You can be serving others and really pouring into others, but also be receiving joy and fulfillment and and recognition sometimes and all of the things that we're human and we enjoy. Two things can be true. Multiple things can be true at the same time. You can be serving others while coincidentally serving yourself. And I really believe that you are are such a beautiful example out of that because you you take what you most want to know about and what you're currently working through and the the vulnerability and the transparency that you come on here with and on your other podcasts as well. Like it's just it's it's a service to all of us. So thank you. Oh. Well, I'm working on accepting things, so I'm just going to, and not fighting it, so I will accept what you just said. receive that. I'm receiving, thank you, <laughs> and I'm moving on Yes. <laughs> to Pimp and Joy and how our listeners that participated in the patriotic Pimp and Joy campaign, you were in service to Corporal Mankin, who was the veteran that we were launched the campaign for. In fact, still, I don't know, you know, at the time that we're recording this, I never know specifics on when you place your order, if you're going to for sure get it in time for 4th of July, if you didn't order at the time that we first launched it. But still, this stuff is so cute. You're going to want it at any time. And right now, 100% of the proceeds, as always with Pimp and Joy, are still going towards helping build Corporal Mankin a home through Building Homes for Heroes. And he is a veteran that sacrificed so much for our country when he was serving in Iraq. He was in an IED explosion has had 70 surgeries since then. He's got two young kids and building them a new home mm. is going to be a game changer for them. So very thankful for Building Homes for Heroes and how they serve our veterans and that because of our listeners and because of Pimp and Joy and because of the Shot Forward, we get to come alongside mm. and help serve Corporal Mangan who served us, served our country. I heard that beautiful interview and my favorite thing about it was just how he received it with such grace. Like he had no idea that that's what you guys were going to tell him was going on. Like he didn't know you guys were building him a house, you know? No, he thought he was just telling his story. Yeah. And that's the other side of service is like, it's really inversely related is learning how to receive too. For him that I, you could tell he was a little bit uncomfortable almost because he, he, he turned his story into such a it's such a light instead of feeling burdened or, you know, in that victim mode. Victim mode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think that's another side of the service that we don't see is like, it, it all comes around like, and you're, and he's obviously not giving to get, you know, but he is just a beautiful example of like, he's being blessed now and he gets to just receive and, and bask in it and provide this amazing home for his family. I made a while back a Pimp and Joy reel explaining the roots of it and where it came from. And that's on my Instagram at Radio Amy. So you can scroll back through the, the reels and you'll find it. It's not too far back because I haven't posted tons and tons of reels since then, even though I made it a while ago. But I'll go ahead and play the audio from that reel now in case you're a new listener and you don't know the roots of Pimp and Joy and that it, it comes from a place of my mom choosing joy for herself, not ignoring what was happening to her because she had cancer, two things can be true at the same time. Yep. She had cancer and that was devastating and painful, but at the same time, she wasn't gonna let that keep her from any joy and happiness and laughter. She really wanted laughter and she wanted God to use it for good. Mm. That was her prayer. And so Pimp and Joy 
is an answer to her prayer specifically, I know, because you know, we see it every campaign. Every time I see a Pimp and Joy hat, I'm like, or a shirt or a sweatshirt or whatever. I'm like, this is an answer to that prayer. So I'll play it for you now. And then if you want to support this campaign, then you can go to theshopforward.com slash Pimp and Joy. All right, here's the audio from the video. Some don't know the backstory of Pimp and Joy, so here you go. It started when my mom got cancer and we'd share her journey on the Bobby Bones show. Cancer can crush your spirit, but our mom wouldn't allow it. She was an example to family, friends, and listeners to tap into joy. Her Twitter handle was Judy B. Pimp and Joy. And from that, the hashtag was born. Our listeners were her cheerleaders, all spreading joy alongside her. Cancer sucks, but we were going to make the best of it when we could. There were crappy days for sure, and we leaned into them, but we still made space for joy. Her motto was, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Her prayer at the hospital chapel was, Lord, use this cancer for good. Pimp and Joy donations are an answer to that prayer. Her joy was contagious. She was the epitome of grace and joy, and this is the legacy that she left for us. An entire apparel line through the shop forward came to life after she passed away, and seeing people wear Pimp and Joy all over the country is seriously the best thing ever. And it's really cool to know that 100% of proceeds always go towards spreading joy to others. Over $2 million has been donated, and that continues to grow. And Pimp and Joy isn't just for our family. It's a movement, and our mom would not believe all the good that has come. Years later, through trials and heartaches, we're reminded of her perspective. Wrestle with the pain, then rest in God's strength, and share that with others. Cancer didn't steal her courage, cancer didn't conquer her soul, and cancer cannot erase memories. Like the memory of making this music video for a song Walker Hayes wrote about her called Joy Like Judy. All right, so that's the roots of Pimp and Joy, and to support the current campaign and see the super cute new patriotic items that we have up. I'm, I'm obsessed with them. TheShopFord.com slash PimpinJoy. And Leanne, speaking of websites, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at StresslessEating.com or LeanneEllington.com. And then I am RadioAmy.com. <laughs> <laughs> and my Instagram's at RadioAmy and... Saturday is just two days away, and that will be part one of our series with my new co-host whoop, whoop. of Outway. Leanne has another really fun announcement coming up, but we'll save it. But it's good. All right. Uh, we will talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? 
M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, Peanut Butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of Peanut Butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.